And and we are rolling. We are recording Myths at 137. Are you ready to go, Dan? I'm going to put my phone on charge. Uh, wh- wh- why are you doing that right now? <laughs> why? Because I have no because I have no concept of what is a good thing to do on the podcast and what isn't. Well, don't do that. That's terrible. That's that's an awful idea. Don't don't do that again. Uh, well, why don't you you know just as an as a good idea as a good concept? Could you maybe you know do the podcast, <laughs> not anything else? I'm confused. Are you telling me that me charging my phone doesn't make good podcast content? Yeah, well, to be honest, we've tried literally any <laughs> other thing, and it's been terrible. <laughs> Is this going to be the start of it? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> anyway, let's welcome to Myths, everyone. Uh... Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest, or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Hello and welcome to episode 137 of Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. I'm Dan Rhodes. And we are your best friends. Cause we, hey, guess what, Dan? We we we're finally recording within a month of the last one, which doesn't sound impressive for a podcast, but is impressive for our friendship. So that's pretty good. Should we have a round of applause for ourselves? For ourselves, we're round of applauding yeah. ourselves for not being totally useless. Absolutely, it's actually um, very very impressive when you think about it on no well, level. I'll be honest, Dan. I wanted—I was going to cancel about another uh, for three times on you today, but I decided to persevere. I was hoping you would cancel, <laughs> but you didn't. You fucking in like absolutely inconsiderate prick. No, I'm I'm free. I, I this is the one day of the week I don't have a social life, so I'm good. Wait, do you, do you actually? So, Dan, tell us. Tell obviously the listeners at home are, are titillated by your your lifestyle and um, not not confused by it, but like we want to know more. What what does Dan Rhodes do? Uh, in the social life, what, what what's making you so busy in these times? Well, Matthew, I've just been cast in a new play, Anne Boleyn. Uh, wait, Amber Anne Boleyn, or like Anne Anne, Anne Boleyn. Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. No, it's not. It's not set in a temp. Oh my god, it should be set in a temp in bowling alley. Why has no one thought about that? Wow, and I should, should be, be called- your director. Yeah, and it should be called Anne Bowling, and it's yeah. like them going bowling, and Henry VIII is just mad all the time because he's not good at bowling. And at the end, the uh, they get a strike, and he goes, "Oh, what ball was that?" And it was the head of Anne Boleyn because she got beheaded. So, she, well, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert from history. <laughs> yeah, from five hundred years ago. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm in that. I'm playing um, James the First. Uh, yeah. Dan, I'm, I must say you've got quite a regal feature. I feel like you could be featured in quite a lot of um, quite a lot of like a lot of kings. You wouldn't be a good Henry. I think I would be a good Henry. You, you're you're more of an Edwardian, like you know. You know, let's keep the. You're like a Henry the Seventh. You know, a man who just kept things kind of chill. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you Henry the Eighth, who didn't yeah, keep you, things chill. No, and you work hard on your Henry the Eighth physique. I know, so it's important. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> by which, <laughs> by which was, I mean, I have syphilis and have feasts every night. So, 
Yes, you do. You do. Very, very um, on keeping with the brand. So that cough I just did really sounds like I am living in Henry the Apes time, and I have some kind of consumption. I mean, I, I don't know why you didn't try and mute yourself or something. That, that, I mean, like <laughs> because that, it was started you by your laughter. You made me laugh. You always tell me I need to laugh at you more because I tend to laugh silently. And then when I actually do laugh and it creates a cough, you tell me to mute. I get mixed, mi- mixed messages. <laughs> Firstly, firstly, a cough isn't a laugh because you just coughed really hard into your microphone, which people have to listen to now. <laughs> right, is this good content? Dan, tell me a joke. Just say anything remotely funny. Uh, penis. <laughs> like that's not good content, is it? Actually, well, I did have a lot of fluff in my mouth. <laughs> well, I think accidentally what you've done is create good content. Actually, yeah. And I'll be honest. Um, like, it, I, I was, you know what, Dan, I was proven wrong. Fair play. If you enjoyed that bit, please get in touch with mythpodcast at gmail dot com. We look forward to hearing your, I would say, your hideous replies. So, um, yeah, that's going to be good, Dan. Uh, and what else outside of Anne Boleyn and bowling with Anne Boleyn? What are you? Uh, yeah, what's what's your um, what what's what's been on your plate, socialized wise? See, seeing friends. Yeah. Um, the last time you saw me i'm seeing you now yeah but like real life me last time i saw you in real life was probably and correct me if i'm wrong when i saw you do a show at wimbledon new wimbledon theater yes not the old wimbledon theater that's wouldn't allow me back um no no, after the controversy the, uh, I yeah. thought she was. I thought she was older as well. But I know the uh, date. All right, all right, that's being cut out. <laughs> you know, you're not. All right, we're not slipping those jokes in because you know I don't like going down allegation alley so quickly. So can you? Rev- so I'd have to edit the podcast. So you re- take back what you just said. Stop giggling to yourself. <laughs> don't cough on me. Okay, now let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do what I, I'm used to this now because you know, remember all those calls we used to do with the solicitors. Oh my god, we didn't have any solicitors. I would like to go on record to say that the joke I just made was purely a joke for comedy purposes. Matthew, to my knowledge, did not have an issue with a theatre called the Old Wimbledon Theatre, which, by the way, I don't think exists, nor did he have anything to do with anyone and their age. Or anything I just made a joke about. It's comedy. It's comedy, Matt. It's fine. It's Thank fine. You. Thank you. Like, I... It's important to have these things on record. Do you know what I mean? It it's is. Good. It is. Good. I wish we'd have started doing that for the first 100 episodes. <laughs> well, let's. Should we just do a quick disclaimer now, and we'll just put it on as episode zero? So uh, we'll just do a disclaimer. Hello, I'm Matt Hoss, and I'm Dan Rhodes, and this is a disclaimer for the next 100 episodes, which I assume you're going to listen to them all. Um, um, uh, this this is uh, 2023 Matt Hoss speaking, uh, and this is a time where I am. You know, uh, I'm very happy with my life. You're about to hear me not be happy with my life. <laughs> and Dan, your life is pretty much unchanged since then, I'll be honest. Is that, is that about fair to say? Yeah, my disclaimer is that I'm unchanged. But in hindsight, I'm sorry that I didn't do a disclaimer for some of the uh, jokes I'm about to make in the next 100 episodes. Yeah, I mean, Matt did have to edit out quite a lot of the the severe ones. Uh, although there are a few few um, choice cut episodes. There's a couple of there's uh, there's a dangerous Dan file I have, and that's if you ever betray me, I will link that out. This is actually really true. Matt's made it quite clear that if I ever became famous and then betrayed him, that dangerous cuts file is going into the that's going on the internet so quickly. Well, two big ifs there. One, if you betray me. Two, if you get famous. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel which one's more likely? Oh, definitely betrayal. 
like hands down. Like you, you would do it at any time. Like, like I think you'd betray me for a sausage roll. I think I have betrayed you before for a sausage roll. <laughs> That's what happened to the old Wimbledon theatre. So, um, um, before before we uh, carry on with the episode, can you just uh, tell me about your day whilst framing it in the context of how you were going to uh, cancel me three times today? Oh. Well, I'll be honest, Dan. Like uh, I've had quite a, a bit of a brutal day. I um, firstly, um, I I was at a funeral today. That's quite sad. Um, oh, whose funeral? Um, yeah. So, uh, I'll try and be brief with details. But my um, yeah. Uh, so I'm on a counselling university course at the moment, and there was a guy who's been teaching on that course for twenty years called Chris, and he yeah, he passed away a couple of weeks ago, and that's obviously quite shocking, quite sad. And although like the like it's obviously a very sad event and I'm processing it and stuff like that. And it was very, obviously a very emotional day. Although counselors at a funeral is the funniest thing in the world. Cause everyone's just like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you feeling? No, no, how are you feeling? It's just a lot of cyclical arguments all around it. Just everyone checking in with each other. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, lovely. And yeah. well, not th- not that he died. I just wow. want to make that clear. Let me just go. Let me just right. disclaim. You think we put that disclaimer in? <laughs> Um, I'm sorry that you had a bad day. That yeah, you should have cancelled. But also, no, 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 it's no. nothing like a bit of laughter, a little bit of myths. I feel a lot better already, and I just I've literally just come off from work as well. So like I finished work like literally 16 minutes ago, and it is uh, 16 minutes past eight. Uh, so I, you know, we just like like I get really tired after work now, Dan. Like I like immediately need to go into like a little like a I. I have to like shut down for an hour. So if you see me kind of like closing my eyes and drifting off to a happier place, like you'll know that I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm thinking now that you're a counselor and given, you know, that you're Matt Hoss, I think <laughs> for your next birthday, because I kind of haven't done a great job on your previous birthdays, I might at great expense to myself buy you at one of those like um, sensory deprivation chambers. <laughs> I'll be honest, Dan, I had literally no idea where that sentence was going to end at any given moment. <laughs> and, uh, like, I like to keep people on their toes. Yeah, like, and you do all, regularly. Um, um, but yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, for my 30th birthday, and I will be 30 at the end of the year, you can get me a sensory deprivation. Now, where am I going to store it? Because it doesn't, doesn't You have a house now. Yeah, I know, but I've also got stuff in the house, like furniture. <laughs> yeah, but now you just you you just I don't know, lie on this or something when you you can use it as a bed. So sorry. Also, Rose. actually, I don't know. One, they're probably super expensive, and secondly, actually, are you the kind of person that should be alone with your thoughts in a sensory deprivation <laughs> chamber for? Right. Uh, how much does it cost? Sensory deprivation tank cost. Um, let's find out, shall we? I'm glad uh, we're well, still doing that hard-hitting content that everyone knows and loves. Um, we wouldn't want to rent it out. It would have to be a... Do they call someone? Oh, it's Joe Rogan's flow experience. Now, that's... I, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if I want it, Dan. <laughs> right, you find, right, for the next episode, you find out how much it costs. And you... <laughs> okay, I will do. I will do. I'll do or some digging. Could you just, like, give me the money towards that and I'll, I'll use it on literally anything else? <laughs> Well, like you, I don't think that you can get a gift card specifically just for <laughs> sensory deprivation chambers. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, you know, you go to Dewey H. Smith, so there's there's one for Amazon. Yeah, there's one there's one for Greg's. I got one for sensory deprivation, Inc. <laughs> oh, God. 
you just never know where this is going, do you? This this first introduction piece. Yeah. You just we just don't know. I think it's my favorite part of the podcast. The myths apart, I could take a leave at this point. I just do. Well, just... you say that, and then every now and then we have an episode like last week where it to, went to crazy. Fair, it was very good last week, and you know what? I think that's time for us to head into a part two of myths. Disclaimer: There might be some very horrendous jokes coming up and some bad accents. Not that we're not not doing those accents, so let's continue. Right, Dan. Uh, it's been a little while since we've been uh, uh, in in the Merry Town of Myths. Um, so, last week's episode, we looked at um, the kind of laws of life: Bixia, uh, Kai Shen, and uh, Tai Shan Wang. Um, so, lot, lot. Uh, by the way, I did just look at them all. Um, but yes, uh, you can tell that. <laughs> but um, so, Dan, is today's episode linked to last week's? Uh, yes, in the sense that it is also some more Chinese gods. Yes, yeah, so we're in Chinese myths now. It's miscellaneous. We're doing every single culture in the world until we finish this podcast. Uh, and then we're going to do the Bible. Then we're out. By the time we're 80, we'll be out. So, we'll be uh, out. That's the aim. That is our aim. Um, now, obviously, uh, like last week or the last few weeks, actually, some of these gods don't have enough to really make a whole episode on. So I've got, you know, a few in each episode today. We're just two gods, just two people. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So what we're we looking at today, Dan? Um, <laughs> you'll find it funny when you get to the thing I've just highlighted. It's several pages away, but yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. What are we doing today? What, what's we're doing episode 137. It is, well, there's two. But the first one is Kanji and how he created the Chinese writing system. That's pretty cool, and you know, I believe the Chinese created paper et al. Um, so this is this is a, a very fun thing. This is very now, cool. He's not so much a god as he is just a folk folklore hero okay. in yeah. within Chinese the Chinese canon. Um, and we can do a bit of explanation at the end to see what was maybe real and what historians think was maybe embellished. I think we'll probably tell which bits were embellished as we go through the myth, but. Um, you know, that's what we do, Matt. At the end of the myth, you tell me what you think is real, what historians think actually happened, or and what wasn't actually. Okay, this is what we'll do in the 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 kind of review section at the end. So, uh, um, in the rank section. So, yeah. All right, let's do that. So, I'll 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 make some notes what I think is uh, true and false. Okay, uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll start, shall we? So, this is Kenji and the creation of the characters. So. According to Chinese legends, the land was first ruled by three emperors and five sovereigns. One of these, the Yellow Emperor, was first to unify the land. The Yellow Emperor, however, 
and trouble administering his land. The records, laws, and finance of such a vast empire was almost impossible to track. The emperor had been using a system of knotted ropes to record such things, but this was unweirdly ineffective. I'll be honest, mate. Imagine trying, you know, use your QuickBooks and all it is is fucking rope. I think that would be a right ball, like, oh, how much do I owe Jeffrey this week? Or two bits of string, fucking hell. How long is it? I don't know. Well, Matthew, funny you say this, because when I went to South America on my travels, I learned that the Incas used this exact system. The Incas, you go to see it in museums, they used... um, a system whereby they tied knots on ropes and that's how they tracked like numbers and stuff like that for, for trading. Very interesting. Ooh, that, that actually, so I'm going to put that in the true section. So ropes. Um, and I, I remember reading something in the Greg Jenner uh, book about it, but, and Greg Jenner is essentially my God now. So um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's ropes to record such things, um, but unwieldy and ineffective. Despite um, so just desperate to find a way to record things in more detail, he turned to his court historian for advice, looking to the past to get to the future. That's what we did with our disclaimer. The court it is, is yeah, it is. The court historian was a man named Kangji, and is that all right pronunciation? I think Kangji? so. Yeah. Kangji was well suited for the job of historian because he was especially observant. <laughs> is that why? Does that all it took to be a historian those days? Because now you have to like get a master's degree, you have to lo- know a very particular time. In those days, look out the window, write it down. How do you write it down? Get the fucking rope. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. I guess because he's observant, they were like, "Wow, he can stare at books." Well, actually, probably not books because they didn't yeah. have a writing system, famously. <laughs> That's why this myth exists. But yeah. <laughs> so he just stared out a window, but like, oh, Greg, Greg was a bit of a, an arse. And not Greg Jenner. He's my god. Um, anyway, despite, <laughs> despite um, he was well observant, he was born with two sets of eyes, allowing him to see twice as much as any other man. I don't think, I think that's false. I'll be honest. I think that's false. That's going in a list of things that are embellished. That he had yeah. two eyes, two, two sets of eyes. Yes, um, uh, yeah, so two sets of eyes. And also, I'm not sure. Would that make you see more? It depends where where the eyes were set. Because if it was like, if you think of it like where your eyes, but another set of eyes, a row of eyes above them, I don't think you'd see more. You get a little bit more vision, sure. Don't get me wrong, right? But you're not getting like, you're not getting twice the amount of observation. Does that make sense? No, that is true. But it's better than having I don't know eyes for nipples. <laughs> I can see twice as much. Where, where, where can you see? I can see in my vest. <laughs> yeah, he's doing their vest. Yeah, very nice. Um, Thank you. Uh, do you reckon there's a section just <laughs> called the undergarments? Where, where what the uh, like a saucy erotic novel? Imagine if that was the first book he ever wrote, just a saucy novel about his nips, his eye nips. Well, we we're about to find out. <laughs> is, is that going to go in the true section? What that, that this historical folklore figure wrote a story whereby wrote an erotic novel about a man who had eyes for nipples. I mean, strange. I'm going to warn you now, Matt. It does not come up. Okay, put that into the false section. So, <laughs> despite his awareness of what happened at court, however, Kangji was puzzled by the emperor's request. 
To clear his mind, he sat on the banks of a river. After hours of contemplation, he had yet to think of an effective way of recording information. It seems like he's uh, had a, a very, you know, a very kind of, um, uh, like, he just had a bit of a break away. Do you know what I mean? That's um. Well, he's trying to think of quite a lot. I mean, I'm not sure I'd be great at this if someone said, imagine your boss goes, oh, I'm really struggling with Excel spreadsheets. Can you just go away for a second and think of something that's better? Yeah. You, I mean, you you just be wandering around like, hi, huh, I might not be the guy for the job, actually. This might not be <laughs> something I can just pluck out of thin air. Absolutely. The hours turn into days and Sil Kanji thought of nothing. After several days, his thoughts were interrupted by a phoenix flying overhead. So, I mean, that's that's quite fortuitous, to be fair, because, like, imagine you thought of nothing for, like, a week, and you'd be like, fuck, I've got, got to report back to my supervisor. There's a phoenix, that's, that's something in it. Yeah, and I guess this is something that probably definitely wasn't embellished and definitely happened. <laughs> definitely happened. Uh, the bird dropped something in front of Kanji. He recognised the mark it left as a hoof print but he could not tell what kind of animal it belonged to. Distracted by this new puzzle, Kanji sought out a hunter to identify the mark. Right, this guy's master procrastinator, because he's like, right, I've got a fucking deadline here. <laughs> Let's figure out what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's heavily, heavily procrastinating. But to be fair, can we just talk about this? If I was set a really mundane task of trying to find a better way of, of recording information, and a goddamn phoenix flew overhead and dropped a magical, mysterious object that looked like a hoof print that I didn't recognise, yeah, I'm going to investigate that, Matt. Sorry. See, that's why we don't get along, because I'm like the Emperor, and the, and the Emperor's like, uh, t figure out this thing, please. You've got two sets of eyes. How could you not see what fucking thing it is anyway? It's a two-minute job, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, our mate, our. Do you know what I mean? This guy, no, I, don't, I don't like this guy. Kanji's all right, knobhead. Anyway, the hunter quickly identified the hoof print as a Pixiu. The mythical winged beast. It's, uh, it's spelled P I X I U. Pixiu? Is that about right? Uh, yeah. Or isn't an X like a ch sound? So is it like a P? Is it a Pikachu? It's like a Pichu. Pichu. <laughs> it's, it's a Pikachu. Yeah, it's the hoofed beast Pikachu. <laughs> um. So okay. So the hunter, like not having any of this as well. It's a fucking Pichu. Do one. When Kangji asked how the hunter could be so sure, the man told him it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have two sets of eyes, the hunter said, but even I figured out this one. Um, That's quite the, funny, the, isn't it? the two sets of eyes really annoyed me. I, I'm in a bad mood today, Dad. <laughs> quite clearly. I, can we just go back to about a minute ago where you just called this guy who's a big part of China, a huge part of Chinese folklore, a knobhead? <laughs> Well, he's a bit of a knobhead. Yeah, you know I mean, he's not not a knobhead. He's obviously an idiot. I mean, the guy can't identify. A, I I would know a, a Pichu, or however you call. I would know that mythical creature's hoof. Obviously, I would know that. That's pretty in, obvious. In my true section, I put is a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you laugh. Thank you. Things historians can agree on. What's <laughs> a knobhead? <laughs> I found in evidence in the past, both primary and secondary, that this guy was a knobhead. 
Oh, we're going to get so many letters. <laughs> no, we, we never get any email. Dad. We never get any letters. Yeah, we, we do have one email from um, UPS. Um, <laughs> says our package delivery uh, has been delivered. IPS is actually called. <laughs> unable, to, <laughs> unable to deliver. Um, unable to deliver parcels. No one's here. Check here. It, it, could this be wrong? <laughs> Well, the IPS parcel wasn't delivered. Yeah, it's quite bad. Um, oh, we are so we're 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 procrastinating. By the way, we're we're doing exactly what you said he was a knobhead for doing. Are you trying to say that I'm a knobhead as well? Because I would agree infer. with you. Yeah, it's not it's not not wrong. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, uh, so the the so he asked him why it was obvious. So. The print of the Pichu was uh, like no other creature. Any animal could be identified by the unique marks it left behind. This gave Kanji an idea. If he could capture a way to represent the unique properties of everything on Earth, he could use those representations to keep the Emperor's records. Okay, so he's figuring this out. I mean, this is a day one idea because this is vague as fuck. But okay, all right, <laughs> fine. He's that's working some... towards something, I think. Okay, that's fine. From that day on, Kangji's paid special attention to the characteristics that made each thing unique and identifiable. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> this is going to take a very long time. He looked at the sun and the moon. Every he looked at every living creature, despite you just saw one being hoofed off two minutes ago, and every element of the landscape. Every element of the what? The, like what? His his solution is to catalog everything. Yes, he's going to catalog everything he can observe with his four eyes. Oh my god! Do you reckon he wore glasses, and that's why people are called four eyes if they wear glasses? Yeah, his first name, um, his, first, well, his real name is Kanji, but his first name is Specky. Spe- Specky Four Eyes. <laughs> it's a, it, sound, it sounds a bit cancelable these days. I don't it mean, does, I'm... it does. The world's changed since we first yeah. did insulting, you know, unrepeatable <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, well, beforehand, we're like, should we cut that out? You, Dan did use, like, a, a slur word, but now we're like, should we say Specky Four Eyes? It doesn't feel very nice. We're, we're growing up, so, uh, yes. Um <laughs> Anyway, so, he's going to record every living creature and every element in the landscape. He, he'll be done by lunch. <laughs> I love how, like, what I love here is that he's got this massive job on, and he should have been starting it a week ago. But now he's like, "Fuck it, out, let's do this quickly." Uh, fish, they're all one. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been putting off doing the league table. This guy's got a hell of a job on his hands. <laughs> yeah, tell me, you have to do every fucking element of every episode. Oh, jeez. Anyway. I'm still annoyed about you from earlier. Anyway, never mind. Um, from that day on, Kanji paid special. We did that line. He began to develop marks that represented these things on paper. Before long, he was able to present the emperor with a complete list of characters that represented every idea possible. That's not true. That that can't be true. That can't I, be true. I have a question. As you've mentioned earlier, we know famously that the uh, yeah Chinese invented paper. What have they been using paper for before now? Um, it's a good point. If it wasn't to record things or write stuff down, would it be like TP or something? Was like it that? pictures? Was it to make uh, like clothing? Like, what were they using it for? <laughs> paper clothing. Well, yeah. paper armor has been a thing for centuries, right? 
<laughs> yeah, because what you do is uh, someone try and uh, attack you. You just use your armor to give them a paper cut. Be like, ow, my finger. <laughs> exactly, and then they run away. It's yeah. Um... But... Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just thinking about paper armor. I can't imagine like you got a ream of A4 in your chest. That would, that, would t- that would take some doing, to be fair. No, that's actually a thing. Like lots of ancient cultures use like paper, like material or paper itself to make um, armor because it is so thick when you get it all wadded up. No, good, good, good. Saw a Mythbusters on it once. A what? Sorry, you know Mythbusters when they like bust like there was one of those where they like Myths make for... busters. Well, like, whatever it's this... called, Mythbusters. Wasn't it called it... Mythbusters? I'm trying to just do a bit. That's all. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Mythbusters. Are they trying to take over our podcast? <laughs> oh, Matthew, you're so funny. I'm so glad we did that. Could you do another attempt where you cough at the end, please? I'll probably will later. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you don't want to get don't want to be too complimentary in one episode. <laughs> I'm a right sour bitch today. <laughs> yeah, geez, you've been at a funeral. Oh, uh, yeah. F- thanks, Dan. Wow, I can't believe you've mentioned that. Wow. Wow. I I appreciate your friendship. Um. Anyway. <laughs> God, we're never gonna get through this. There's quite a lot to get through in this episode. We could have. This could have been a. See, this could be. Maybe we should do it. Maybe we should do this in two parts. Um, I'm just in a chatting mood today. Anyway, what we're we doing? Yes. Okay. So the emperor he was presented with this list. The emperor was overjoyed with the new system and immediately worked uh, to learn the new characters. And I presumably, when he was overjoyed, he had to write that down as well. Um, the gods were impressed with Kendry as well as when they discovered his invention, every god wept tears of joy and the sky rained millet. <laughs> I mean, that is an intense thing to do. Imagine figuring out something and the gods just like... <laughs> Wait, did they did they ejaculate millet? <laughs> I don't know what millet is. I assume it's some millet's kind like of... Millet's like a type of grain. <clears throat> what? Is raining grain? What is this? What rain is grain. Go- rain grain. Um, what, what's going on with that agriculture? Because there's a fucking phoenix dropping off a fucking pichu, and now the sky's raining <laughs> grains. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, it gets worse. So demons and ghosts, meanwhile, wept in despair. They knew that once humans could write, it would be harder to trick and deceive them. I am at the end of my my wits today. This podcast, it's, it, I don't know why it's really annoying me. Like that, <laughs> that's such a stupid thing to do. Demons and ghosts, humans are stupid. You'll be fine. Get over it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're a, you're a demon. You're fine. It's fine. Yeah, you'll like, be. There's, they're, they are so stupid. Humans, you'll be fine. Demons, it's fine. You'll you'll never not have the upper hand. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> People are going. People get catfished so easily these days. I think a demon's fine. <laughs> You'll work it out. Absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, Matt just clicked on that link to find out why his IPS package hadn't been delivered. Absolutely. So I think you know we're still deceived. It's fine. And you know, like talking, you did mention catfish, which is quite eloquent because you know ghosting. So, uh, ghosts, ghosting. No, Come I see what you mate. did there. I think it's yeah, it's probably harder for our listeners to remember that you just did that joke. <laughs> because you know they're not seeing the word ghost in front of them on the piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, but we, we just can't. mentioned the word. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> the Yellow Emperor called together the premiers of each of the nine provinces of China so that they could learn to read and write their characters. Soon, 
every learned person in the Empire could read and write. So I get it now. So what he was doing is not necessarily like he wasn't. It was creating a word for each thing. That's the vibe, right? Because yes. like so that rather than just a list of descriptions for everything, being like sun, hot, angry. Do you know what I mean? Um, so he's teaching them words. Okay, that, I like that. Yeah, because you know we and a lot of uh, a lot of civilizations have alphabets, right? We just have English just has twenty six letters that depict, um, you know, and, and depending on how they are placed, they're phonetic, and they, you know, we can make the forty four phonemes of the English language to create, you know, language. But the Chinese don't have an alphabet; they just have a symbol for every single thing. Okay. So yeah. they're, they're lonograms or whatever it's called when you don't, you know, an alphabet system that isn't phonetic, it's symbols. Um, famously, that's their, that's their thing. It's not their only thing, obviously, but uh... <laughs> that's their only thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I think it's cool, right? This is how they've, you know, this is how that system came to be because a guy sat down with a piece of paper and drew a symbol for every single thing. <laughs> So how do you get it from this fucking hunter dude? Because I don't understand that. Like, no, the hunter dude just said, "What do you mean you don't know what that is? It's clearly the ho- hoof of a pichu." And then he was like, "Well, how would I know that?" And the guy's like, "Well, because they're super obvious. They're the only thing that look like that." And he was like, "Wait, what if everything just had something that only looked like that? Then you would know easily that that's the symbol for house. That's the symbol for river, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. God, this guy looks like he's had a demon in him. He's he's thick. He is. He's 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 a knobhead. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I, hopefully that's not disrespectful. I, I I'm trying to go for chirpy, but um, <laughs> um, so so every person in the empire could read and write. That's quite a big thing. Uh, temples were erected in Kanji's honor. Um, on the site where he had first been seen, the hoof print of the Pichu. His um descendants were given the name Shi historian that means uh, so that no one would forget kanji's importance was well, that was very nice dan <laughs> what a what a what a rogue episode not not the actual episode itself i mean the uh you know just just the way we read mm. that yeah um, pretty chaotic uh but <laughs> wouldn't be missed would it if we just read something for 10 minutes and then left yeah it's fun like, it, is it fun? Right, <laughs> Matt. Fun. What what do you think is real? Right. What do you think is not? Because then I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so for the true, I put the ropes. The rope system was the thing in place beforehand. I reckon that's true. Um, are you gonna? I, I'll read them all out first, and you tell me what I've got on. Um, for false, I put sets of eyes times two. Uh, I don't think he made a list of everything in the world. I think the language evolves over time anyway. And the final thing I put in true is. Um, is a knobhead. A Kangji is a massive knobhead, and I can't be wrong with that. So, no, that's we would never know. And that's obviously um, a fact, not an opinion. So, it's obviously a fact, not an opinion. Well, let's find out. There is some truth, however, to Kangji's history. The modern characters and their predecessors evolved from photographic writing that used images to represent identifiable characteristics. While the current characters bear little resemblance to the simple drawings of early pictograms. Some still show identifiers from images of the past. Today, Kanji's name remains connected to the new method of writing Chinese characters. The Kanji method allows millions of people to input the Hanzi. Hanzi is the name for the current modern 
Chinese writing system, the Hanzi into computers using a standard keyboard. He was also well documented as being a knobhead. Wow. All right. I, I did that. actually. Put, I had to, I put that bit at the end. I sorry. Oh, I'd never have known. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so that's really interesting. So Kangji is well known for this method, and I and what what is actually genuinely really cool is seeing that how these characters um, are still like these early pictograms are still being used in some form today. Do you know I mean that's really that 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 actually might be the single thing in myths where we have that's the most important thing we've actually learned and has a impact today. Do you know what I mean? Well, Greek mythology does, doesn't it? We've learned all about like where certain words come from and certain sayings because that, of mythology. That's true, but this is a whole language. Do you know what I mean? Not, not just a mm. single word of why that thing might mean the thing. This is a whole like the 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 frontier of a whole language. I know it's not necessarily true, but like uh, I feel like Kangju is a real person who did set off these things in place. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know. I think it's cool. Yeah. All right. I've I've turned around. I will argue that he can sometimes be a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, I think we did pretty well there. Let's head over to rank this myth. All right, so as per usual, we rank it out of 40, 10 on four sections, which is life skills, morals, creativity, and what the fuck? Uh, so let's start with life skills. What are the practical things we learned today? Well, we le- we taught a whole empire how to read and write. Yeah, I, I think this is pretty strong, is it not, for life skills? I mean, we did just te- te- learn a whole new writing system, one of the most complicated writing systems in yep. the known world. We, we firstly learned how to delegate as well, because like... The, we did learn how to dedicate. We learned how to ponder and think. Yeah. We, we learned how to use ropes. Um, we did. We learned how to hunt a pichu. We learned how to see with our four eyes. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Very oh. little mention on the guy's quite impressive mu- gen- genitals. God, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite impressive genetic mutation. Dan, um, we, we need to have a chat. <laughs> How are you? How, are you been having eye sex again? Because <laughs> that's not like, like just kind of rubbing your eyeballs against other people's. Anyway, um, um, you, you did, did not enjoy that joke. <laughs> I just like the awkward silences after you bail out of your own jokes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, well, to no. be fair, like imagine, like, um, like for the listener, like they might think, oh, match the stuff for that joke. That's fair enough. But I'm gonna do an impression of Dan. What he was like in that moment there, like, like I was like, tell a joke, and I was just like, <laughs> Matt, you're doing a me. You're forgetting that podcast can't see us. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so imagine having that. See how quickly you spoke to me. It's because there's an element of danger there. I was like, shit, like, I need to pick this up quickly. Yeah, what? but like when I do, it's funny. Oh, it's funny, is it? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, do what's funny. Be a good friend. All right. Literally 10 minutes ago on this very podcast, you said that my friendship was very dear to you. Yeah, but, but things change, don't they? <laughs> Uh, see you after that one. Yeah. 
you know, this isn't a good comedy podcast if you say I laughed at that one once an episode. <laughs> <laughs> there's the cough the cough uh, yes mate. Uh, full circle uh, um, right good life, times life skills um um so like his invention was that good that made god cry um yeah mate ghosts and demons weep it, yeah. people cried grain the gods cried millets very specific that is niche we'll get to that in a minute but uh so I think a lot of this links over to creativity, um, but I also I'm going to say something radical. Ten. It's got to be a ten, hasn't it? Ten. It's got to be Matthew. They've created a goddamn writing system. And I say it's a big implication, and especially that the whole empire, the outcome is that the whole empire learns how to read and write. That's that's revolutionary. Uh, morals, um, morals. Demons cry, gods weep with happiness. I think that's quite a good moral. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a nice. positive. Uh, the moral is, uh, don't be a moron. I mean, it was, the hunter made it quite clear that he, oh, you're an idiot. Uh, yeah, the, the hunter pretty didn't obvious. get that much like acknowledgement and accreditation for this as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's true. Uh, the feet uh, also like uh, the phoenix never got that much. Like it the didn't. phoenix. The Phoenix did a right old Norse thing of it dropped something and then fucked off straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like, here's yeah. this big thing which we're not going to acknowledge again. <laughs> <laughs> it did actually that's so true oh god the classic the classic yeah mythology bring in a character and then never say any more about it absolutely um you know it's one of those things um yeah morals uh like there, nothing really bad happened in the story do you know what i mean it's mostly this guy figured out a system and everyone was all right with that we learned not to procrastinate or maybe procrastination's okay if you get your work done in the end yeah i think we learned that sometimes it's okay not to rush into things yes. i take this as a way of thinking that you know sometimes it's okay to really th- like spend some time thinking and then boom as do you think outside the box the universe will guide you to all right one fi- one <laughs> i hated where you're going with that it, it was it was up for a high score, but you gave it a one there. No, seriously, five. And, I, and you're lucky I'm giving it five. I think it's probably a four. I'm happy for you to. I think, I think it's a three fair. or a four, Matt. I mean, morally, four, we didn't let a huge amount. No, four. Four. I think four's fine. Let just less than average. I was just trying to justify that it told us that you can be lazy and do nothing because it helps me with the league table. I know. I know exactly what you're doing. That's why. I fucking right. Two, three. I'll do three. I'm fine. I'm fi- Thank you for asking. Thank, thanks. Because <laughs> you're finding it funny. Because you're finding it funny. Do you know what this is going to be? This is. You know how we remember episodes for certain things. Episode one thirty-seven, the one where Matt was angry at everything. <laughs> I wasn't angry at anything. I just think I was just. I'm generally more fucked off these days. <laughs> Anyway, Uh, anyway, creativity. I'm gonna let's I'm gonna reverse engineer this, but I think this is also a 10, I reckon. And my reason for that, and maybe maybe we can talk about the the fine finer details, but like I feel that similar to life skills, so much happened and the outcome of that was so much. And I would say go as far to say that WTF would be not that much. So actually it's not a high scorer, but I do feel like in creativity a lot happens in this. Uh, a lot of things which I touch and go and a lot of happens in the outcome. Maybe not a ten, maybe a nine or an eight 
or something, but I feel this is a high score. I agree with you. you what are you going to go for? You can choose. I, I think an eight or nine. You choose. You, it's got creativity in there. I agree with for the reasons you just said, but also, you know, it's got cool stuff. The Phoenix, the Hunter, the Pichu, the Yellow Emperor, the, 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 the writing system, you know. Something to mark it down with. It didn't really have any structure. It was just kind of like a straight. It wasn't a huge bottom. narrative. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe that's maybe why I think eight. seven or eight. Let's go eight. Yeah, let's go eight. Benefit eight. of the doubt. Oh, oh fuck off! Um, right. Uh, so, <laughs> if listener, what happened now? I was trying to type in the Google Doc. I put a third. Um, it was three of the morals. I put an eight, so it's thirty-eight. Deleted it. <laughs> Pressed down twice by accident. But eight for WTF. It was very embarrassing. And I'll be honest, I didn't need to tell you this, but everything's going wrong today, Dan. It really is. Oh, I'm so sorry. Maybe we should have cancelled. Maybe. No, oh, no. no. Actually, I like. We should do more episodes when you've had a bad day. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, I'm enjoying this. Uh, I feel it's like... like it adds something because you know we used to say that your thing was annoying because you'd always give everything ten because you'd see such greatness in all the yeah. myths. I love a man that's giving out threes. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's mainly based on how you're fucking me off. Oh so, God, there we go. And normally you'd be so respectful to you know the culture and folklore, and this one, I mean, I think it was like what two sentences in you called this guy a knobhead. I mean, we need more of that sometimes. Yeah. Um... Maybe you're just a good guy, do you know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, um, so WTF. I, I'm i going to let you take the lead on this one, but I have my opinions. I think... I don't think it was that WTF. I agree. It what Given happened... that the standard of WTF is based on all the other myths we've done, so with every myth, it becomes harder to be a bit more WTF, and I, I just don't think it is. I think this is a great example of where you can be creative but not be WTF. Yeah, I agree. The, no one died. It was all fine. And the, was a phoenix. Most, that was the cool. weird thing is that, um, that, well, there was a couple of those small low-key stuff, like he procrastinated. We saw him at a... a, a a Pichu, we saw a, a hunter, we saw a phoenix. He had four well, eyes. Yeah, that that's it. But I feel like that's the extent, and yeah. that is not. That's a two in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, was it WTF that he sat down and drew a symbol for everything in the yeah. world? Actually, yes, that is WTF because that is a, a hardcore. So maybe it's a three or a four. I think a three. Three. There we go. Yeah, I think. I think it's, it's refreshing though, a good creativity, but low height. It doesn't barely happens, but it does happen. Yeah. yeah All right. Pretty what, good score. Yeah. I, it's, said no one. Well, I think it's a pretty good. It's, I think it's a really good myth, actually. But actually, um, what we have learned is that. Um, you know, sometimes we can't have it all. And I, I think, you know, we have a very specific marking system and. Not everyone's going to succeed yeah. that. And that's 10, all right. 3, 8, 3. Is that 24, Matthew? Can you confirm? Let me let me do the maths. It's thirteen plus three. Sixteen plus sixteen plus eight is twenty-four. Yes. Mental maths. Nice. We do that the opposite of how we normally do. I don't know how how did you feel about doing it that way, right? Normally I'm the one that does the whole joke at the end about adding it up. No, no, no. I, well, you asked me, you know, and I did it because um, and it's because I respect you in some ways. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, okay. Good. It's just good to know that you know you don't mind you know doing that doing that role. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, are we changing rules, are we? So are you going to edit this podcast and then, you know, pop it out on the feeds? Don't be so ridiculous. <laughs> right, anyway, Dan, um, uh, anything to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, uh, anything? 
No, I already did. I'll talk more about Anne Boleyn in the next episode. Uh, this was very nice, Matthew. Thank you so much uh, yes. on an, an, an evening podcast. I'm so sorry that uh, you know we caught you at a bad day, but I think oh. the listeners will be grateful for it because this episode was chaos, and I like that. I think it was fun, and as long as everyone at home thought it was fun too, that's all good. So, um, yeah, all right, we should do this more often. Dan, um, if, if you want to get in touch with us, dear listeners, um, and maybe say, you know, take a chill pill matt why don't you email us at misspodcast.gmail.com and if you want to if you wanted to send us something other than ips delivery that'd be quite nice um and yeah give us five stars if you haven't done so already tell a friend and um yeah also check out all my stuff as well i've got uh stuff like a patreon if you want to join that as well uh how was your latest cast of all didn't you have a, a good one yeah, I had a, uh, I did Castable with Josie Long last night, which was really, really cool. I loved it. It was a lot of fun, and I felt very proud. She was on my uh, dream list, uh, as in, like, comedy dream list, not, like, a, a weird list. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, so um, I felt very good about that. So um, That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I've got a lot of good guests on there, Dan. A lot of good guests. We should do a Castle episode just on here sometime. Well, at some point, we are going to listen to your country album and rank them in life skills, morals, creativity, what the fuck. Oh, my God. We, right. We need to book that in. Um, maybe, maybe we should do that as a live special. <laughs> <laughs> you play it and then we put it out to the audience on we have each song gets ranked on life skills, morals, oh creativity. God. I think I would puke. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be a beautiful thing. <laughs> anyway, Dan, um, any parting words before we go? Um, I would like to say thank you to the people that still message us saying hey is myth still happening i mean i mean yes thank you to your mum and my mum thank you (laughs) and chris thank you very much thank you and we'll see you all very soon it's always a pleasure to do myths and we'll see you hopefully next month but maybe sooner take care y'all we'll see you soon love you lords bye bye
Dan, I just need to take a quick break, if that's okay. I've just been two minutes, if that's all right. Please. Okay. I'll be I'll, back I definitely won't chat shit whilst you're gone. I'll okay. definitely I... won't say anything. You definitely won't say anything? No, I won't say anything that you'll have to listen back to and find to see okay. if there's anything all right. offensive. All right. I'm, I'm being good. I'm being good. I see him on camera. He's leaving. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, have a think right now and pontificate on what Matthew is doing right now. He said it'll be a few seconds. I imagine. Oh, actually, he said two minutes, didn't he? What did he say? I wasn't listening. Uh, it's not. It's, not <laughs> it's rare that I do listen to him, and I've just been caught out yet again. Um, what What do you reckon he's doing? Normally, it's something to do with his cat, but I don't think his cat lives with him at the moment. His cat lives with his mum. And his stepdad. Maybe, maybe, guys, I hate to say it, doing a poop. It seems weird and, and highly unprofessional. I agree with you all. I agree with you all that it's highly unprofessional that Matt would leave this podcast right this second to do a poop. But it is also quite Matt Hoss. It's quite a Matt Hoss thing to do. Because he's like, kind of weirdly, uh, clean about all that sort of stuff but also exactly the kind of guy that finds that sort of thing funny poop i mean i'm still talking about poop uh, if in case that was unclear so he could be doing that maybe he's just gone to the toilet maybe he's just doing number one i'm focusing too much on matt possibly going to the toilet i realize that now i probably should have stopped talking about this Ooh, a while back um let me let me describe in meantime whilst he's away. Let me describe what Matt's room looks like because I can see it from the video that we have when we chat. Uh, you obviously at home can't uh, hit see this video because oh, we would never let you see that. Um, he's oh, he's he's back. He's back. He's back. Just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's that's what I did at the weekend. Oh, hey Matt. Damn, why are you talking to yourself about your weekend? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> talking to anyone about anything. Well, obviously you were. Uh, I, you know, I, I can see your 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 log, and it, there's a lot. I've got to say, your mic is very loud, and it has a a lot. Like you said, quite a lot. So, anything you want to reflect with me? No, just uh, <laughs> me and the ladies and gentlemen at home. We're just. I was just talking about what you were up to. We, did you maybe look at sensory deprivation tanks <laughs> in this time? Um, in hindsight, I could have done that. You could have done. I was too busy talking about what I thought you were doing on your break. Could you maybe have uh, maybe done the league table in that time? So I will do the league table when we come when we finish myths. No, that's you, that that annoys me so much because why else are we having the league table? It's to help us organise it. That that genuinely bothered me. <laughs> You're such a knobhead. Oh, he actually got quite upset by that. Okay. <laughs> That's a palpable anger you give to me sometimes, Daniel. Um, I know. It's a love-hate thing, isn't it? And we do it well. We ride no, that just, line. Just hate. 
Anyway, <laughs> did someone say just hate? Anyway, that's a just eat reference. Um, did, am I funny, Dan? I do find you funny still. Yes, actually. <laughs> still. What did you not hear earlier when I coughed, loved? I mean, yeah. All right, that's that's fair. Um. Anyway. Anyway, uh, right. Where where do we get to? Sorry about the the slight de- delay there. It's okay as long as it was a, a nice poop. Uh, we were. 